bada bing, bada boom. Here we are in the shed with Zach. Hey there, handsome. Rob's here too. Yeah. He's the podcast squire. Yeah. So if we need something, if yeah. we need a mic adjusted or yeah. a, a cord plugged in, we yeah. got a squire here to do yeah. it. Yeah. You know, some of the more professional podcasts have like an engineer, yeah. an audio engineer. Right now, he's our Jamie. Like, yeah, he's, he's our, our Jamie, Jamie yeah. but he doesn't have any engineering skills no. or any audio skills. No. So he's more like a butler. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. The only, the only, hello, the only thing say you hello. have, the only thing you have to provide. <laughs> the only thing you have to There's provide Rob. is service to us. Yes, yeah, service me, Robert. Yes, yeah, service me. So, um. Uh, so recently, I've spent more time on Reddit in the last couple of days than I have in like recent memory. Yeah. Because of uh, this r slash place thing, did you see it? Yeah, I did see it. I mean, like I was looking at it. Um, you know, before we started recording, we we're looking at it, and um, I saw when it started, and I didn't really um, want to put anything down, but I did end up putting down two pixels. One in the French flag and then one in the Niners logo Two because because uh, a lot of r slash place I mean it's in the name is about places you know yeah. so those are two of my favorite places San Francisco and France so I added tiles there yeah um but somebody won't say who somebody's really upset about the flags well okay some, well, some anti well, can I guys. at least can I at somebody least somebody hates countries can I just speak for myself okay, okay can I speak see. for myself <laughs> Well, here's it's too bad that hold, real quick. It's just too bad that we're here on the podcast and we people, you know, it's audio, so we don't have an image yeah. of this up. It would be kind of nice, but you know, if you're you know, I'll curious, put, just I'll, just type I'll put in r slash place final image. Yeah, and you can I'll, I'll put I'll put a link in in the description. Yeah, I can it's actually do that. like honestly like quite impressive. It's massive. It's like yeah. a mosaic. It's yeah. honestly like kind of impressive. No, it is. It is, and you know, a lot of it was. You know, it's cute. It's, it's yeah, cute. it's cute. It's kitschy. It's but it's you know, it's um, it was fun. Um, but the thing that I thought was actually kind of was pretty funny is that on Twitch, basically over the last couple of days, uh, streamers have been some streamers have been acting like war generals, commanding their armies of viewers to like build things, take down things. And it's been uh, quite interesting because they've been doing like uh, delegations with other countries, right? Like yeah. they, the Americans had a peace treaty with the with the Spaniards to take down the French because they uh, viewed the French as having that large of a flag as yeah, being a two, little much. I, I added a pixel to the other flag where yeah. the Eiffel Tower is. Yeah. But yeah, they have an entire corner yeah. down there. So, and it was heavily bought Oh, there's an MCR logo, uh, MCR image of uh, from the Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge album, you know, where it's the bloody man and the woman, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, about I know to, what you're talking about. embrace... Um, but yeah, no, I just thought it was kind of, it was, you know, it, here's the thing, man, is that like, there's like a bad Mona Lisa, <laughs> the, the Bojack horseman. The reason why I, I kind of was like, all right, enough with the flag. Yeah, why are you upset about the flag? It's because I wanted to see like, just like, just more art in general, not just like, you know, like, look, if you put art on your flag, I feel like that's at least something, right? You're, you're, you're at least like trying to, you know make it look interesting, especially if you're occupying so much space, but 
Sure, well, sure. There's some like there's some that are like like um, famous like paintings done. Like here's yeah. one of some Dutch merchant ships, and below it, yeah, it's I believe uh, is the famous, is, was it. Uh, Dutch painting, the Night's Watch. Rembrandt. It's Rembrandt, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's two Rembrandts. Dude, look uh, at me, I'm dude. I'm so cultured. Yeah, nice, nice one. Um. So yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's just it's yeah. It's it, like Zach said. It is impressive. Just like the you know. Uh, but there is a lot of people. Uh, but explain yourself. Why are you? Why do you hate flags? So look, <laughs> like I said in the beginning, I I kind of softened as I went on. But at, in the beginning, like people just had like flags up with like nothing, right? It would just be like a flag, and you know, just like taking up space. And before they added like a bunch more space, right? Because mm-hmm. they were dealing with like such a smaller space and. You know, it's like, all right, like, and we get it with the flags, all right. But like, there's some good ones. Like we were talking about the Italian flag, Italian ones, dope. With like the touch, beholding a slice of pizza, holding a slice of margarita pizza, very Italian. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, I like look, I, I I came to not hate it as much because they actually did end up putting art on there. You know, what I mean, if they if they didn't, then I, I it'd be like. Okay, you're just putting, like, a gaudy flag on, right? You know, like... Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like... I just kind of see it as, like, kind of, like, a display in nationalism, it's but... It's not nationalism. I mean, people are... Just, I think, it's called our place, as in a places that you love or you live or you're from. And so they're just representing where they're from, sure. I think. I think it's just showing the international community on Reddit. Sure. I don't think it's nationalism. It's not like they're saying two arms like building these making these flags and being like you know calling for you know military look i'm just i'm just being honest i would rather see art in in place of the flags but some of the uh, but a lot of the flags ended up adding art at towards the end of it so it you know wasn't uh but like, look, like if you, if you see like on the on the picture, if you see like all the spots where there are flags, mm. if there wasn't art like on there like there is now, it would just be like kind of like okay, we get it, you know what I mean? Mm. Especially with like the German flag, where man, yeah, it, I learned that man, there's a lot of Germans on Reddit. Holy yeah. cow! Um, uh, but yeah, they you know, some German speaking subreddits are like some of the largest. Um, non-english speaking subs yeah it's like the second most common language on reddit but overall i thought it was like cool and um probably the only time i'll like i i i I really hate using reddit like it's just like you know i i think i have the same problem that you do that you have with reddit is that a lot of times it just feels like a lot of um a lot of times the bigger communities just become all like just circle jerks and you know just yeah, become, it's an echo chamber. Yeah. It's a, the hive mind thing. Like, I, yeah. you know, like, sometimes, like, you open up a post and you look at the comments and it's just, like, always the same five jokes. Yeah, that exactly. That they've had for, like, the past ten years. Thanks for like the if, gold, kind sir. If somebody's doing something brave, like, the top comment will always be like, how do you think that guy gets around with the massive size of his balls? And I'm oh. like, okay, that joke was funny in like 2012. All right, still relax. fucking now. Yeah. Same joke every time. Yeah. You know, and it's just kind of like, it just kind of feels like very repetitive on Reddit after a while. Yeah. The way people talk, there's like a certain um, cadence, I guess, to the Reddit user's quote unquote voice, you know? Yeah. That's kind of annoying. Here's something funny. So, 
you know, I've been on Reddit for for a while, um, and um, before it was like mainstream or 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 or, or really oh, well known. Before it was mainstream. Before, well, I mean, like when I started using it, it was decently nah, yeah, you, populous. Nah, I'd agree. But like, okay, it was around two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and Reddit had this was so fucking like just I don't know how how else to put it other than it's just gay. And um, <laughs> so they like wanted to make this code word to identify other Reddit users in real Ugh. life. And um, it was like, you say this thing to somebody. And so I was in my school library, uh, high school library, and I was looking at Reddit and this guy saw me using it. He's like, oh, you use Reddit too? And I was like, yeah. And um, and and then so he repeated this code phrase to me. I, I just kind of like looked at him and the code phrase was, when does the narwhal bacon or something? When does the bacon oh, narwhal? Yeah. Dude. And your response, Ugh. your call sign you're supposed to get back is at midnight. But I just like I knew what it was. I knew what he was referring to. But I was like, uh, no, I'm not participating. <laughs> yeah. in and this. he just kind of like yeah. awkwardly laughs. He's like, oh, anyways, uh, Red is fun. It was it was some guy in the library. I don't listen. If I'm gonna make an random, if I'm gonna know, make an ass student. of myself, it better be for you know because it's a cute girl. But, <laughs> I mean, like. You know, it is kind of cool, like, how massive Reddit is now and how international it is. That Like, apparently this is the second time they did this. I don't even remember the first time mm. they, they did it. But, yeah, um, it got, you know. yeah, it, it just had, it was just very interesting. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's and, cute. Yeah. It's cute. It's kitschy. Um, but, yeah, so just want to start off with that. thought it was kind of kind of cool but uh you had something recently that uh i think would be interesting to talk about you were uh why don't you tell me about uh what was happening when you were walking around your neighborhood so yeah so i was on one of my evening jaunts you know how i love my evening jaunts um and and uh this is not quite as cute as reddit's r slash place mosaic no um, look, look, we we had to easy in because we're going to start talking about Nazis. So we just, <laughs> so, well, which there are a lot of on Reddit, but. So um, I'm walking in within the vicinity of my neighborhood sure. in South San Jose. You know, it's suburbs. It's, you know, fairly quiet. Um, it's safe. There's not a lot of, yeah, there's not a lot of drama out there. I mean, there's. <laughs> I'm the just mo- joking the, about the, the same thing. <laughs> the most, like, chaotic thing that happens is people just drive their cars around really fast and, and like, do sideshows at night, you know, but that's, like, every Bay Area neighborhood. <sighs> um, but, anyways, like, not anything that would ever be, like,. There would never be, like, a cross burning on someone's lawn in, in, in San Jose. But, anyways, I'm walking around. And I'm walking down this street, and I see uh, these bags, like sandwich bags, um, on people. All the driveways, all the driveways throughout the neighborhood. Okay, interesting. Sandwich bags, and that had like a little flyer in there, you know, with like pebbles, you know, so that they, oh, so that they could throw, throw it, and, yeah, and land and stay there. And I'm like, oh, what's this? You know, it caught my eye because I see it, and I can see that it's that it has the your favorite catchphrase let's go brandon and i'm like oh interesting what's this about so i see it and i go down to the bag and i pick Yee-yee. it up let's and go brandon it. and um again like i wish that this we had some visual medium to be but you know unfortunately this is a podcast so i can't show it but um um if anybody's interested they can ask me uh and i'll show it to them yeah um but it says maybe let's something go to post on the twitter yeah. maybe not because yeah, yeah i don't want that to, <laughs> i don't want us to be associated with this yeah 
It says, let's go, Brandon. Okay. But that's the least offensive thing about it. And it has a picture of Biden, like, leaning towards a woman, as you can see. Let me see. Is he sniffing top. her? Yep, yep, yeah. yep. And that's sniffing. probably the least offensive thing about this, because it's... It's main. It's the main. Other than other under the let's go Brandon thing, it right. says every single aspect of the Biden administration is Jewish, and so wow. I'm like, so I see this and I'm well, like, what the fuck? And you can see there um, that it lists like a bunch of people in Biden's administration, and it, and it's like has the Israeli flag, like it's like oh Anthony Blinken, Jew. Alejandro Mayorkas, Jew, and it's like lists a bunch of people. Yeah, and the backside even gets even worse, and it says every single aspect of the COVID agenda is Jewish, and it lists even more and more. Tell me how that works, Chief. (laughs) Saying that you know they're Jewish, and um, and it also says too, there's a QR code at the bottom, and it says Jews celebrate their role in COVID. And um, yeah, it has Christ. like the star of David next to a a, a, a you know a, a inverted pentagram, you know. Um, Yikes! So this is like literal, and like at the very bottom, like near that asterisk, it says these flyers were distributed randomly without malicious intent. Oh and yeah! And it's advertising something called Goyam TV. You know, you know what a goy goy yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. Yes, non-Jewish person. Um, but like honestly, this is straight. Um, straight Nazi, and there's a Bible quote here too. Of course, it's Revelation two nine. I know thy works and tribul and tri- tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich, and I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Yeah. Ah, wow. Um. So I found this, and I was like really taken aback really shocked i've I never mean, yeah, seen yeah, something like this, this in san jose uh, yeah you know san jose it's pretty, um, I, I is mean, a we fairly have a, liberal we, town well, most of the people pretty diverse yeah, in san jose it's, it's fairly diverse but i think most well of that's the being ruined now by the rents whoever but. whoever is <laughs> distributing these i think if there is a few in san jose you know they're pretty much hermits i think that are relegated to remaining in their basements online, yeah. um, you know, and, and posting their ramblings online. So what to me is very disturbing about this is that these, whoever is distributing this is right now feeling emboldened that they would go around and distribute this around the neighborhood. And I was even showing it to my dad when I first found it. And I'm like, this is such Nazi propaganda. It's missing everything aside from the swastikas. And then I look at their logo and look at that, look at how that G looks. Yeah, it looks Tell like, yeah. yeah, it looks like, <laughs> it looks like, like a, a swastika. swastika. Yeah. It seriously does. Yeah, that's crazy. So, you know, I was just, I was shocked. Like, not like the, the, like I said, the let's go Brandon thing is the least offensive thing on there. And you can say what you will about about Joe Biden. You know, I, I don't care. Say what you yeah. will. Criticize and make fun of Let's him. Go but then taking it to this extreme and saying this is a Jewish administration and Jews have orchestrated COVID and celebrate their role in COVID. Yeah. And uh, basically, like, list all these people saying they're Jewish, saying uh, they're a Shabbos goy or, mm. you know. It also points out to somebody's trans, too. Like, it, it says here, HHS Assistant Health Secretary. Rachel Levine, transgender, Jewish. Oh my god! <laughs> and I'm like, bro, this Yo. is fucking scary. This yeah. is kind of scary. That the fact that this was distributed on driveways in a suburban California suburban city, we don't see things like this very often. Yeah, that's in, true. In California, at least the California coast, 
you know, stuff like people that might hold these beliefs, if they do, they're never bold and bold enough to to be out in the open with it, you know. We never see Confederate flags flying in San Jose. No. We never see I've never seen a swastika well, posted. Well, I did up see I did see it, I did see graffiti. one in Morgan Hill, but it was yeah, it, I I think it was kind of just like a shitter, yeah. just a sh- you know, someone yeah, you wanna, who you want to take a closer look someone at see if you can someone who it. likes rooting for losers and <laughs> yeah. rooting for uh, well yeah. you know like I, the thing with the Confederate flag is less offensive than a SWAT sticker because yeah. you know it's just you know for a while it was just you know people used it to represent their inner outlaw their inner rebel re- rebel you know kind of a cheesy way to do so yeah. but I, I mean but it was racist. Yeah. I mean, it was created. It was created in the in the well, birth for, of for the civil rights. No, but, it was. It, but the the resurgence of it was. Remember, like, uh, like, uh, like John Oliver did like a bit on this like a while back, like about all the Confederate statues and mm-hmm. how they were like erected in the '60s in response to the civil rights uh-huh. movement. So it, yeah, the resurg well, the resurgence of it was built in racism. Well, but this is this is just. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah, it's literal Nazi propaganda. It's wild. I can't believe I found that. I was shocked. I was like, it's crazy. I was upset. I was pissed. I was like, if I find, I mean, it's, if it's, I find the guys driving around distributing this, I'm swinging on site, bro. Yeah, I you mean, know? I mean, Nazis get punched, right? You know, I mean, <laughs> it's that's what they. It's it's, it's unbelievable. It's like, fucked I'm, up. Yeah. Like look look at the backside. I know, yeah, yeah, it literally, so it's, for on the backside, it literally lists just, like, a bunch of, um, uh, you know, different, like, CEOs, Moderna CEO, Pfizer, Chief, or yeah, transgender, or yeah, both. what is Shabbos Goy? Shabbos Goy, I, I know Shabbos is, like, uh, some type of, of Jewish ceremony, like, I think, like it, it means like you observe like some prayer, I think, but I don't right. know what what Shabbos Goy exactly means. Oh my! Wait, you you didn't even. Oh my God, dude, you didn't even. You missed like <laughs> one of the. And this is like, oh my God, this person is terminally online. <laughs> is uh the under under all this hashtag debate the hate facts don't care about your feelings like it's like oh my yeah. god they're trying it says to hashtag debate the hate yeah so i mean like are they saying they know they're they're that this is a hate filled piece of propaganda they're and, just and trying to they're, get they're, fucking they're, attention they're yeah, just losers yeah. TV, you know and, like um, yeah they're they're basically like they're you know, trying to get their project or whatever, their Nazi, you know, programming. It's concerning to me that they're feeling emboldened right now. Whatever is going on in the country right now, like, they're emboldened to go out and do this. Because never in my life have I found something like this in in a California neighborhood. Yeah, no, I I understand, especially, yeah, because of where we live. Nazi propaganda. It has everything, even borderline a swastika. If it had a portrait of Hitler, it would not be out of place on this flyer. Yeah, I I think... um, I just think that there's, you know, a lot of people who have been, there's been a lot of like dog whistles through like people like Tucker Carlson, right wing talking heads. You know, I think there's a lot of just white nationalists in America. I think that's not. Not to mention, okay, this is a weird thing. Um, So this flyer is accusing, you know, the Biden administration of being Jewish or whatever, being in cahoots with 
you know, Zion, you know, it's essentially connected to those conspiracy yeah. theories that are essentially yeah. are like, oh, Jews are control everything and run the world and are responsible for all the evils and ills yeah. of the world. But here's the weird thing is Donald Trump was actually, um, he even said this and he's right. He's, he said one time I was the best president ever for Israel and he's mm. right. And, um, Donald Trump did a lot to support Israel and, um, had a lot of like people in his administration that were connected to Israel. I think even more so than Joe Biden does. And I mean, in fact, I, even like some think, extreme but, oh, far right people, I would see during Trump's presidency that didn't like Donald Trump because they thought he was a Zionist shill of some kind or some Jewish. But shill. I, I think if I'm, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, both Bush and Obama were also very, very allied with uh, the Israelis. Yeah, and, I mean, and and we're very yeah, friendly to Donald them. Trump was for sure the best. Yeah. Pre- he's right. Yeah. He moved the 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 embassy in the U in in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Right. You know. He yeah, was, you're right. You know, he he was definitely the best president for Israel. Yeah, that is like he's. Yeah, you know. I don't know. I just think I just it, is, I, I I get I get the feeling you're saying though of like you're worried because it shows like an emboldened group and yeah and I mean, like, I, look, I, I if get you're that. somebody that you know goes around saying let's go brandon and and hates joe biden whatever is this who you want to be associated with because that's how they start is saying yeah. let's go brandon i hate joe biden is this who they who you want to be associated yeah. with you well, know yeah. and, and it's like those people during the trucker convoys that were like oh just because there's some nazi flags there doesn't mean we're all nazis or something and it's like <laughs> but yeah you're associating with yeah them. like you know these are the people in within your idea ideological you know ballpark essentially yeah you know and so i think it just to me i'm like it's it's absolutely concerning and i know most you know most conservative or right-wing people don't believe that jews are you know controlling everything but you know if you get deep enough into right-wing thought and right-wing conspiracy this is the end this is the end of the well yeah and i mean and i mean even even in all of like the QAnon shit like a lot of that stuff like it ties like old conspiracy theories which had a very like anti-semitic tilt to it you know like where a lot of the the, you know it's like whatever conspiracy it's like i heard somebody say one time the the end point of a lot of conspiracy theories is Jews did it or the CIA did it. Right. You know, and one of those is actually legit. Yeah. Or it was MK <laughs> and it's Ultra. Not the Jew one, or yeah. it was MK- well, the CIA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um but things yeah. conspiracy theories where Jews the are CIA like, did a lot. <laughs> where where Jews are masterminding the whole thing is mm-hmm. very, very ancient. In fact, I heard that during the Black Death, the the plague of of you know the fourteenth century medieval plague, mm-hmm. you know, that mass pogroms broke out throughout Europe um, because a lot of people in Europe began to be like point fingers and be like, who's doing this? It's the Jews. The Jews Mm. are doing this. And it's where the term poisoning the well comes from because the Jews people, the community was like, how, why would we do this? We're getting sick and dying from the plague too. And they're all like, oh, we saw rabbis poisoning the well. And that's where everybody's getting the plague from is because rabbis and Jewish community leaders were poisoning the wells and so this is an this is a medieval fucking, medieval dick yeah, it, it, well, like, <laughs> this is like a medieval fucking you know belief that yeah. jews are behind like covid yeah. you know it's just 
it's a literal medieval like worldview yeah. to think like Jews and Jewish people are, are controlling everything and that they're orchestrating I mean, but, like but, pure all right, evil but, but and whatnot. Let's, let's also like, here's the thing is like, I am surprised, especially in this area for sure that mm-hmm. you saw that. But like, if you've paid attention at all to news and like, you know, just the past, you know, I mean, five years, you know, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, indicators that white nationalists feel emboldened in America. Mm-hmm. And but that- the thing is, like, most stuff like this is contained to the internet. It stays online. Right, right. What's shocking to me is I found this outside. Right. You know, while I was touching grass, as the kids like to say. Yeah. I do that a lot. Um, yeah. But, you know, so that's why also kind of why it's more disturbing to me is most of this fringe far-right Nazi bullshit is confined to, is relegated to the internet well, because um, then people are no, safe well, and they, and you interestingly know, they enough, basements. I mean, in Charlotte's, in Charlottesville, a, a bunch of those types, you know, mm-hmm. went on and marched with tiki torches and yeah. shit. The Nazi march in yeah. Charlottesville. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, they probably didn't, don't call themselves Nazi, but they were literally out there being saying, yeah, the same sentiment that Jews will not replace us. Right. The, Message being that Jews are evil, Bad guys they control on both everything, sides. and they're working to destroy us. You yeah. know, like um, the Great Replacement theory. Yeah, the idea is behind a lot of that is that the Jews are doing it to get rid of white people yeah. so that they can control the world. But apparently, interestingly enough, I don't know how uh, uh, entrenched in French politics you are, but I know that aren't they undergoing an election right now? Yeah, they're getting close to one. Right, yeah. and. Uh, apparently, even in France, there's been a lot of popularity within a certain like. Well, uh, yeah, there's na- Eric Zemmour. Right. He's far right. Right, and so uh, so um, interestingly, uh, uh, Hassan Hassan made uh, like when I was watching the R slash play stuff, Hassan made a joke about the Great Replacement, right? Like saying, "Oh, the Great Replacement is me fucking your mom." It was it was a dumb, you know, <laughs> it was a dumb joke. Good one, b- but. Um, the thing is, is that the French are like, the thing is they thought they thought like, oh, is this guy like racist? Like, because apparently in France, they've been hearing a lot mm-hmm. about like, oh, the great replacement. Yeah. Well, and- what's weird about the French public is there's not a lot of middle ground. There's you're either like far left or far right. I noticed <laughs> that from my time in France and talking. Well, they're very, dra- they're very dramatic. People, they're yeah. very dramatic. There's not so- a lot of like moderates. <laughs> there's not a lot France. of centrists in France. Yeah, no, there's, they're, they're, you know what's they're, interesting? They're one side of did the you know, spectrum. did you you know Macron, his wife was like was his te- was his teacher. Yeah, I have heard and that. And she, yeah, she's yeah. like like old, like a lot older than him. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah does it does that just sound that? I mean, sorry, that just sounds like the most French shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you know, the famous uh, French philosopher Rousseau. He had like he was brilliant. Obviously, and a lot of um, modern democracies are based off of uh, Rousseau's ideas, but. In his personal life, a lot of philosophers had weird personal lives, too. Um, but apparently he had, like, this nanny he was obsessed with that raised him as a kid and would even do things for him, like, chew his food for him, like, regurgitate, like, chew his food for him and then and then spit it out and feed it to him. And right. he was, like, obsessed with her, like, even to his adulthood, right. like, worshipped her and right. uh, had some weird... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Kink about about his nanny, who yeah. was kind of his mom, you know, to I just, surrogate I just, mother. Yeah. 
don't know. I just, I just. So just, yes, your answer is very French. Yes. Very French. Very French. <laughs> to have like an older yeah. woman caretaker yeah. teacher of some kind that you're like madly in love with. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just the, the reason why I brought up the French, I just thought it was interesting because he like he made this joke and then mm. they like he realized like apparently like a lot of French people were like, oh, is this guy racist? Mm-hmm. And then he, like, clarified himself. He's like, no, I." he thought that the people that were making this French flag were, like, a bunch of, like, far-right, oh, like, yeah. nationalists. But there is a lot of racism in France. It's a very yeah. diverse country, too. Well, it's you it's know, very anti-Muslim, very... In, and, and anti-black, yeah. yeah. Anti-Muslim, anti-black, because there's a lot of Muslims in France, mm-hmm. and a lot of black people, too, a lot of Africans, yeah. um, you know, and Arabs. And um, majority of right-wing French politics is based on racism. It's like I sent you a tweet a while ago where it was like, oh, uh, French politics in a nutshell, and it's just that uh, that guy, Eric Zemmour, being like, la racism, you know? <laughs> and then the video ends. <laughs> and, like, you know, he says it. He says la racism, and there's, like, cheers and applause from the audience. And it's oh, like, yeah, my that's, God. That's right-wing French politics. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, fig- I figured you knew a little bit about it. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, look, I just think that... Uh, I mean, and you know, if look, you're look in, what's. If you're in I the mean, Bay Area, which I'm assuming most of our listeners are, yeah. um, just be be wary. I, I the only re- main reason I brought this up is because you know um, I wanted to do a, a bit. I did visit goyam.tv.tv, um, the website, and it's basically like a weird YouTube kind of that that's just like filled with like conspiracy theory videos and, and articles and blogs and that's the documents. Stuff. Yeah. There was literally a section on Goyam TV that said the documents. I'm not even kidding. Like I saw that and I thought of you saying the documents, the documents. Yeah, so I have the documents. It, it looked, does not look like it was a very frequented website. It did not look like a high traffic website. Mm. It looked like kind of like half baked too. like whoever just, was doing yeah, it was doesn't doing have it, much yeah. like web building skills, you know, yeah. Um, but the reason I'm, I'm bringing this up is just like I want to, you know, draw attention to it. And I agree with you that maybe that's their goal with this is to bring attention to it right. and get their name out there. You know, and just because they're Nazis, it kind of has like a lot of shock value. Sure. And they probably enjoy that and get off on that because right. they're fucking Nazis. Yeah, they're fucking, um, yeah. But, um, you know, I do want, to, I, this is something that I found and I discovered and it's my own little piece of my own personal investigative journalism. Most of our podcast is us reacting to already established stories. So this is a story I yeah. found and brought to the yeah. light on my own. Yeah. And that's why I just wanted to bring it up just to, you know, yeah, make, well, to make I, sure like aware bring awareness to it and, and let people know like these Nazis are out there and they're in our communities and they're fucking active right now yeah. and they're emboldened and you know be on the lookout yeah. and, and be wary of them yeah and also Nazis. and also Hi, yeah Robert. yes Nazis. yeah <laughs> so but like the thing is is that uh, what i was just saying is that i just feel like there's a lot of you know just evidence like in a lot of different places of just like far-right nationalists you know kind of you know being loud and uh you know i mean like even just look yeah. to even just look to the azov battalion in ukraine mm-hmm. you know what i mean like legitimately they have like you know like or, or the one that they've been bringing a lot more attention to on the russian side that yeah. private military the the, the, the Wagner sa- group yeah the the from south africa i think no they're they're russian they're russian yeah, okay and okay. it's, and it's it's headed by a neo-Nazi, a Russian neo-Nazi. Oh, nice. And it's like Putin uses uh, the Wagner group to uh, 
to basically like do oh wait a lot of you know you know what's interesting i think i saw Syria, i think I, he used them in, yeah. in crimea i think i saw they're nazis <laughs> i think i saw a picture where it was like uh someone from an, the azov battalion and someone from the wagner group and they were mm-hmm. like talking and it's like yeah, they're having a good old nazi yeah, chat <laughs> and like they literally both have like nazi insignia like the, like the azov battalion thing what they have like the wolf which is like they just yeah, it's like their logos they're not quite swastikas you know but yeah. they look something reminiscent of a swastika did much you know, like did, G did you know that the polish TV air force and not until like somewhat recently still had the nazi swastika on their on their really? flight yeah i would figure a place like poland would be fairly anti-nazi considering that you know germans rolled in there and nazis i mean you know rolled in there and caused mass having in Poland. Oh, sorry, not not sorry, not um Poland. It was f- the Finnish Air, Sp- Air oh, Force. Yeah, yes. That makes more sense. Yes, the Finnish Air Force dropped it in um sorry, so, sorry Poland. Didn't mean to didn't mean <laughs> hey, to slander. Don't put that on Poland. I'm not putting it on Poland, but in t- January 2017, Finland mm. <laughs> still had the, 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 a, a straight up yeah. a, Most people don't know this, but Finland fought um allied with Damn! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Finland fought allied with. Um, yeah, you with, said uh, wow because it's just like literally a straight up gold swastika, yeah. and you're like, how did how did nobody until 2017 they were like, well, all right, Bosco, it's also a symbol for peace and the Jainism yeah, religion. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. It sucks. The Nazis ruined, you know, some cool stuff because they were into the occult. Oh, and you shit. think the swastika is cool? No, not the swastika, but like Nordic runes and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. That stuff, like, uh, like they ruined like a lot of like Nordic shit by being like, oh, well, yeah, that was their whole thing. They're yeah. like white people stuff is yeah. the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I f- yeah, Nazis, they're the worst. Oh, right? I love that fucking last podcast on the left series about Nazis and the occult and yeah. how like yeah, Hitler that's what I was, was thinking of. Hitler was obsessed with finding that whole though that holy scepter that he thought was going to bring him that was the scepter that they used in that when jesus was on the cross and they pierced jesus uh, in the side yeah and supposedly that scepter so basically they're a bunch like of nerds. magical divine power and hitler thought if he got that that he would win and and then i think he did have it or or what he believed was that scepter and um, there's like a, a curse with it where if you lose it, you die afterwards. And it was taken from Hitler. He later committed suicide. And then it was retrieved by, I believe, like a U.S. general like Patton who had it and then and then brought it to a museum. And he died after he put it in the museum. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so possibly a cursed item. Yeah. A damn. divine but cursed item. Yeah. So we'll just leave it off on that. Nazis. Nazi trash. Nazi yeah. white trash. Fuck what's the, what's that? What's that song? Uh, the Fuck Nazi white trash. Yeah, there you go. Um, speaking of trash, let's talk about Amazon. <laughs> Where you get most of your trash from? <clears throat> no, I stopped using them you. as much. I stopped. I I really have made an active effort to stop using them. There's only like certain things I have used it for, like getting like uh. Like rare uh, DVD imports from You've like sworn Asia. Off Amazon now. I, I've sworn it off. I'm trying. You canceled your Amazon Prime <clears throat> membership? No, because no? I, <laughs> because I like using the Amazon Prime Video. I, I it's like I they have a lot of good stuff on Do there. They? I've heard I've <clears throat> I've heard that Amazon Prime Video is like the backwaters of all the streaming. No, but services. they have they have like a lot of movies on there. Like, hmm. <clears throat> and I don't know. I just I just like I like using it. Um, That's fine. You can use it. You know, I'm not judging you. Yeah, I know, I know. Others I, might judge you. <clears throat> sure. <laughs> but I try my best not to use it. 
Yeah, so recently, I know um, you probably heard of uh, the the first uh, Amazon union in Staten Island. Mm-hmm. Um, was, was, you know, you don't hear good news often. And it was it was nice to see uh, that, like, uh, you know, the little guy won, I guess. And the thing is, is, like, we've talked about unions before, but, like, it's literally just, like, a starting off point. It's a point to where you can, you know, le- leverage management into being more pro-worker, mm-hmm. right? So, I wanted to talk about... Um, this app that Amazon was, uh, is trying, it hasn't been enacted, but in November, 2021, in the wake of the Bessemer, Alabama, uh, union vote that failed. Uh, Did so you know that there's recently something, yeah, they're trying to overturn where, yeah, the like, vote. Yeah. Judge, like, cause they think there's some fuckery that went well, on. Well, no, there straight up was, they were, oh, yeah, there definitely there, was. There was, we co- remember we covered it. Like they were like, even to the point where they were manipulating stoplights, to uh to make them not stop as long so that so that like people who would drive by wouldn't um wouldn't uh be able to like sit and talk to the protesters. Yeah. Um so yeah, so Amazon this story came from the intercept um that Amazon will block and flag employees posts based on an internal messaging app that contains Keywords, so like a, an app that they have that is for the employees to communicate and you know. right, and um, that will contain keywords pertaining to labor unions. An automatic word monitor would also block a variety of terms that could represent potential critiques of Amazon's conditions, like slave labor, prison, plantation, as well as restroom. I have the whole <laughs> list. We'll we'll go through because the list is funny. Because I, I I have some some funny ideas with that. Nobody say the word slave. If you're working somewhere and they say, okay, like first day on the job, they're like, all right, guys, just we're, we're going to have a good day. So we're going to be productive today. But just so everybody knows, don't say the slave labor. Don't say you'd immediately be like, okay, what? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. What the fuck? Well, I think what would happen is in this if app, you started it would, a job and they said, don't I think it, say slave labor. I think it would be the job. I think you'd be like, wait, why? I think in the app, it would, uh, just like star it out. Uh-huh. Like, like censor it. Yeah. Um, so this particular program hasn't been approved yet and may change significantly or could never launch. But it's interesting because this shows like their mindset. So in November 2021, Amazon convened a high level meeting in which top executives discussed plans to create an internal social media program that would let employees recognize co-workers performance with posts called shout outs, according to a source with direct knowledge. Shout out, Dave. And Great this job is breaking down the cardboard boxes instead of just throwing them in the trash. <laughs> they have more room. Yay. <laughs> um, Oh, look at Pauline. She she collapsed on the floor and then uh, she but she you know what? She got right back up and was <laughs> fulfilled those packages, baby. Yo, shout out Mark shit in his own pants to fulfill the orders. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, this is uh, from an article on The Intercept by Clint Kippenstein. He gets a lot of uh, 
people to divulge. Famous tweeter. Yeah. But he gets a lot of people to, like, reveal, like, uh, like working conditions. He busted, mm. he uh, basically busted open the Amazon ping and bags and, uh, sh- ping and shitting and bags mm. story. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So, the major goal of the program would be Amazon's head of, uh, you know, uh, Amazon's head of worldwide consumer business, Dave Clark, said would to reduce employee attrition by fostering happiness amongst worker and productivity. You know, makes sense. You know, they're basically trying to game gamify a reward system in which employees get stars and badges and like, you know, merits that, you know, will add to the value, yeah. you know. Like they're in first grade. He's yeah, a gold exactly. star for your hard work. The uh, guy Clark said that uh, the program should resemble an online dating app like Bumble, which allows invig- individuals to engage one-on-one rather than a more forum platform like Facebook. So there wouldn't be like a mass post being like, hey, mm. we should organize. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So then there's the auto bad word monitor um, that blacklists certain words. So here, let's let me pull up um, the list of words. So. All right, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna just gonna read them off to you. I hate you just the phrase I hate. I hate. What if you're trying to make a joke? I hate Mondays. Yes, yeah. it just be like censored fire Mondays. <laughs> Union fire terminated compensation. Wait, wait. So if somebody's been fired and you ask, hey, what happened to so and so? Though you'll have to say, well, he has. Taking a leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, Left the job okay, here's another thing. You can't say. Oh, here's he another got thing. Fired. They, I, they, they said fire. Mm-hmm. What if there's a fire in the warehouse? There's a blank. There's a boom in the <laughs> that, warehouse. Everybody's like, up. Oh, don't know what that is. Bring <laughs> the <laughs> extinguisher. <laughs> um, uh, harassment. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you're banned from saying harassment. Yeah, you're banned from talking about harassment. Um, bullying. Sketchy. Also sketchy. Why would you be banned about bullying, talking about bullying or harassment? I don't yeah. care. <laughs> you can't say, I don't care? Yeah. Fuck that. Rude. I, automatic, I'm quitting. Rude. Can't say rude. This is concerning. <laughs> Stupid. This is concerning. This is dumb. <laughs> Prison. <laughs> Threat. <laughs> Petition, grievance, injustice, diversity and ethics, hmm. fairness, accessibility. They the phrase diversity and ethics. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's <laughs> wild. Vaccine, senior ops. That would make sense. Living wage, representation, unfair, favoritism, rate, TOT, I don't oh time off task. Mm. Yes. <laughs> uh unite in unity, plantation, slave, slave labor, master, master. <laughs> concerned, freedom. <laughs> they you banned. can't say concerned. You can't what say concerned. What if you're like I'm concerned about the the unsafe working yeah. conditions at our Amazon what if, what facility. If it's like I'm concerned about this. Th- the hur- the tornado. The tornado in here. <laughs> I'm concerned about what the tornado. What if tor- it's like not even something like the extreme? What if you're just like I'm concerned about that wet spot on the floor yeah. that somebody could slip on? I was naming all real things that happened. <laughs> yeah, but like I mean, yeah, like sometimes yeah. you can yeah, say I'm concerned a about thing. that placing of that forklift there it could be dangerous yeah you know you can't talk about that no um that's insane (laughs) 
restrooms, <laughs> robots, trash, committee, coalition. Huh. So these are some of the banned words. I think uh, the funniest banned word is they banned freedom. Freedom? <laughs> yeah. Freedom is banned. <laughs> freedom is banned on using this app. <laughs> it's just... Um, That's way too many words to be I banned. think... If, if this is a workplace communication thing, there should there should maybe like banned words like like anything that would just be used to harass people like banned the word rape because when we were joking yeah. about this and I heard you say rate I thought I heard rape but um you know but like when why would an employee ever need to talk to another employee and use the word rape you know yeah. so like rape or that would be like the really the only word I could think of that should be banned from like a workplace chat yeah rape uh, or or Nazi <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah know? it's 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 just it's so wild it's just like uh the fact that like this is what they're like oh this is what we're gonna you know this is what's get, we're gonna use to fight against unions yeah and you know it's funny enough the Amazon labor union that was just like don't a, you think they formulated that list together and saw that they were banning words like freedom and diversity and ethics and didn't yeah. take a moment to be like hang on are we being are we being shitty are we the, <laughs> are ba- we being, are we the baddies <laughs> yeah. how do um, they not have a moment of clarity where we're like are we is it a good move for us to ban yeah. the word ethics or freedom so here you want to hear an interesting statistic Mm. so with the budget of one hundred twenty thousand dollars, the amazon labor union managed to defeat the 1.5 trillion behemoth Mm. which spent 4.3 million on anti-union consultants in 2021 alone damn yeah that's wild and and i think the fact that they're spending that much money on anti-unionization just goes to show how valuable it is i think yeah you know it's you know it's interesting with like uh the whole like uh the supply ch- people always talking about the supply chain if the stevedores and the um oh uh, what's the other uh the teamsters union mm-hmm. if they like if they wanted to, they could really control the flow of products yeah. into the United States. Well, you know States what's interesting? And, yeah. that we, you mentioned John Oliver earlier. His recent... Yeah, it was on week, trucking. Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a really good one, too. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Like, basically, truckers have to, like pay out of their own pocket to take care of these cars that are not that they don't own Mm -hmm. and they there's plenty of times where they're just like sitting waiting around not getting paid was was shocking because i've done delivery services before and i'm i've been on the clock for you know when i was working for like beckman's and stuff and so like when i was waiting you know um unloading and loading i mean i was working but i know the trucks come in and they're saying like how you know these guys have to wait upwards of like you know a few hours to Too, even several yeah. hours yeah well this but they're not getting paid for that i'm like yeah you're on that's the job, crazy though. that's it's abs- not like you you could just leave the truck there and go hang out in the bar yeah like you're off yeah you're you're, you're on the job but <laughs> i think i think a lot of this you should get paid for that it's I th- insane i think this stuff is good though i think not the trucking stuff but i think the this unions this union mm-hmm. like and like uh, you said the teamsters are powerful they yeah are they're powerful they're the historically most, powerful union yeah right? they're literally like one of the strongest unions in the U S mm-hmm. um and they are necessary to, to yeah to for you know yeah. advocate for truckers who you know a lot of people will be quick to say something like they're the lifeblood of our nation which I mean they kind of 
They kind of yeah, are. Yeah, like they everything in a you capitalist get society, from, from definitely. Food, yeah, 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 exactly. From your food to your clothes, like everything is dependent on on truckers. Yeah. You know, so, so interestingly enough, I, alongside of this, um, I saw this thread North Perfect Union uh, put out. They were talking about because um, you know another one of the big companies in talking about like union mobilization has been Starbucks mm-hmm. right so the Starbucks union movement forced the departure of the 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 well now ex CEO Kevin Johnson and Howard Schultz got brought back on by, by the board as a CEO because he is notoriously known as a union buster. Hmm. And the board member right here says that, yes, he explained that the former CEO is being brought back because he is singularly capable of dealing with workers. Um, and Howard Schultz, he's been anti-union since the eighties. He said in his memoir, I was convinced that under my leadership, employees would come to realize that I would listen to their concerns. If they had faith in me and my motives, they wouldn't need a union. Hmm. Gaslighting. (laughs) uh, Howard Schultz is totally gaslighting us. (laughs) Um, But they are, he is. Um, Schultz created the Starbucks by merging two coffee chains. One was unionized, and that's why employees have de- decent benefits. Schultz made life hell for workers and ran a union busting campaign that got them to disband the union. In the late 90s, Starbucks workers tried to unionize again. That brought a ferocious campaign to stop them, which they overcame to win their election at a single store. It was short-lived because of the threats and intimidation that followed. Um, Also, uh, uh, there's been many different unionizations ever. There's one in 2004. They did did some of the same um, tactics. It says that after Barack Obama became president and looked at as if the Democrats were going to pass the Employees Free Choice Act, which would have made unionizing much easier... Schultz lobbied against it over and over again, tried to work, offer worse options, and help kill it. Um, so, yeah, more recently, Starbucks has been found by the National Labor Review Board to have illegally fired workers who wanted to unionize. And when Schultz floated a, a centrist presidential run, he famously said, unions are not the answer. Hmm. So... Yeah, it's just uh, so there are now six unionized Starbucks and 130 plus more voting this spring. Oh wow! So it'll be very interesting to follow. Uh, if I would, if you're at all interested in this, follow SB Workers United. Uh, it's it's very interesting. Um, oh yeah, listen to this. Schultz' infamous speech in Buffalo when he tried to break SB Workers United meant momentum. He went awry when he compared Starbucks workers to Holocaust victims. Wait, what? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> yeah, that's just a, that's just an interesting thing. Hey, damn. But yeah, so all in all, I think th- a lot of. Um, employers are scared the thing is is that they're very strong and if they mobilize they can definitely take down these labor movements and that would suck but i hope the momentum lives it's been probably one of the only like positive news stories i've heard as i think it's a positive result too of the pandemic i think people you know were you know came out of the pandemic wanting better from from their jobs we've talked about this before on this show you know people don't want to just return back to the grind 
and the misery of their day-to-day job uh, the pandemic put everything into perspective in that right. regard yeah you know? people and, and, reconsidered their work life yeah and, and yeah, yeah exactly everybody reconsidered the value of of, of their time and their and their also, career also and not to mention stuff comes out after the pandemic and people now don't want to just return to the same bullshit conditions so people are trying to unionize and demand better conditions at their job better pay more security you know yeah more, nothing and, and crazy really, just a, a union is is yeah. an advocate yeah that's what core. that's what that's what at its core it's an advocate for and, the people who work there and there's a know? lot of, and there's a lot of you know uh propaganda against unions that they're like you know they're corrupt um, you know, and the look, union dues. and look, any organization of people has the possibility to be corrupt. Of course, that's true. But that it all the it all the while try means that we should have good, strong unions mm-hmm. where that that's hard yeah. and hold employers accountable. It's like it's it, you know, it, like just this mentality. If you work this, a job, how could you be against unions? They're there to make your pay go up, essentially, and the get thing, you more the benefits. The thing is, is That's that what you want? That's why you're there the doing interest, that job. The interesting thing is, is that Amazon does have facilities in Europe, but in Europe they have a, a lot. There's a lot stronger labor laws mm-hmm. in a lot of countries, mm-hmm. like especially like the UK. Yeah. You know, um, so. They're like, you know, so Amazon has to contend with that. But with America, we've been fed so much propaganda that, you know, unions are are bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've, you know, had conversation with boomer relatives of mine who go like, oh, well, you know, unions make it harder to fire people. Well, I've, I've heard <laughs> the common one I hear from people my, that might be anti-union um, it's just oh well we have to you have to pay dues yeah you know? they take they take a cut from your paycheck and blah 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 stuff like that is typically what I hear yeah you know well it's you know it's it's I think it's ultimately worth have you ever wh- been a part of a union no I I'd love to I'd love to yeah yeah the podcast union the podcast podcasters union, union. <laughs> yes I I've, I'm I'm was connected to a union um for some time. Um, when I worked uh, with with the city um, in Santa Cruz, um, like uh, uh, they like reached out to me and uh, and specifically because I was to a temporary worker, they're all like, hey, you know, like this branch, this arm of the union is for like you know uh, service workers, like you know everything from custodians to you know uh, people employed by the city to do like landscaping which is essentially what I was doing and they're all like in particular to this this branch of the union that contacted me was for employees that were under like a temporary status mm-hmm. um you know so I, I i went to this meeting all on the clock to the city of santa cruz is obviously not amazon so they weren't like you know trying to yeah. do everything they could to stop me yeah but from talking to them they paid for, they like I, I was on the clock when i went to that meeting and like i sat down and they're they're friendly and they just kind of explained they're like yeah we're here to be an advocate for you guys and like you know, we understand getting temporary positions kind of sucks if you're, especially if you're looking for, you know, a permanent job. You know, so we're here to help you transition um, out of that temp- from that temporary position and to help make it permanent. You know, that's like they're saying to me that was the main goal of being a part of that union was to help me transition from temporary to permanent employee, and then just there also just to make sure that I was in connection with all the other. Um, all my other coworkers who were permanent 
um, you know, and part of the union because they were permanent, um, you know, and importantly that I was connected with them so that I was in part of the conversation despite my status as temporary. Yeah, so, no, I, I just think, I just think yeah. that I hope that this momentum just continues and i hope that but they would send me a lot of text too after some time yeah that's annoying yeah. and a lot of emails that was kind of just like get... hey they were like bernie supporters too they would send me emails about bernie and stuff and yeah. i'm just like cool but like please stop sending me emails and text text look me about, i love like, i love i love bernie i'm literally i have a that painting. was the only drop i have a painting a union, was they send me a lot of spam texts and, and junk mail <laughs> i love bernie i have a painting of him in my room the thing is, I donated. I've donated the kid the campaign before, especially when you know he was running. You for donated president. your dad's car. I, I do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I nonstop get texts from. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, like, bro, come on. <laughs> like I, I get it. I get it. I, I love, but please don't spam my <laughs> inbox, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, so I saw this story, and it was. I was like just baffled. I I saw what had happened first, and I was like, okay, what's going on here? So I I mentioned it to you when we were having our production meeting. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's I just like giving it a more proper term. When it, in reality, it's just us talking, just being about like, what we're gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a meeting. We uh, sit down at a separate sides of a huge table. Yes, just me and you. Like like it's a giant no, room it's in like, a skyscraper. It, no, in it's, the city. It's like um, you know those like yeah, pictures of, of like table? Vladimir Putin and when he's like meeting people and he's like discussing with them like over a long long yeah. table. But we're on opposite sides because yeah. we both want to be at the head, so we're at each yeah. opposite sides at the head. Yeah, and um, and and. Um, and we slide papers all the way down yeah. so that we can look at each other's yep. notes. Yeah, we don't talk to each other because we can't stand each other off because the Because I can't hear you all the way on the <laughs> other side of that giant room that we So, in- interesting, interestingly... <laughs> and then we leave it to record our podcast in your shack. Yeah, exactly. So, an anti-abortion activist who uh, kept five fetuses pleads not guilty in DC case... And you're like, I just see that, and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, I saw this, I saw this article uh, the other week when I was looking for stories for our last episode, and my initial thought when I read the headline was, I'm like, wait, was <clears throat> was she getting pregnant and then giving herself at-home abortions and but keeping she's the penis? Anti- and then I realized she was robbing. She was breaking into Yeah, okay, into, well, let me, into, let, me get uh, into, let me get into it. All right, so... An anti-abortion activist who had five fetuses removed from her home last week by police pleaded not guilty last Monday to federal civil rights violations. The group known as the Progressive Anti-Abortion Uprising (sighs) (laughs) claimed it would be contacted the police to collect the fetuses in hopes that an autopsy would prove that the clinic was conducting federally illegal late-stage abortions. Lauren Handy was one of the nine people indicted last Wednesday for allegedly violating the free, the Federal Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act, my lord, in 2020, when the group used chain and rope to blockade. Yeah, that's a common getting, method. Yeah. Anti-abortionists, was they'll, they'll try and like block the entrance. Yeah, like. into the Washington Surgery Clinic and Abortion Clinic in Foggy Bottom. Um. So yeah, basically the act is there to you know prevent 
people interfering from people getting healthcare services. Understandable. Yeah. <laughs> and he told. Imagine if there is like like anti like anti like anti abortion people, but for like random mundane things like anti dentist dentistry. <laughs> I'm an anti dentite. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to go get your teeth like clean, and someone's trying to stop you. Like, man, there's another way. There's another way. Let me take care of your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Do that just fine. <laughs> Um, so, uh, police, uh, said they had received a tip that the fetuses came from illegal abortions, right? That's what they were trying to prove. Mm-hmm. Um, the, what they were, what they said was they were like, oh, well, we thought that the police would do it. The police would help uh, do the autopsy for us for free. Right. Cause she was trying to find, like send it to the coroner's Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So they basically claimed that they hoped to to prove that this abortion clinic that they just had like a, a hate boner for was doing late ta- late term abortions but they ended up being caught having a bunch of feet they said that there was like 115 fetuses on on this truck and um I don't know. I just I did the idea that they end up getting in trouble for having a bunch of dead fetuses. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it just like shows you like how kind of psychopathic anti-abortion groups yeah, are. Insane to go yeah. around collecting, stealing yeah. aborted fetuses did, okay. and then keeping them with the hopes that the coroner's office is going right, to do li- an, an autopsy listen, for you. Listen here. Listen That's here. delusional. You distract the driver while I go in the back and steal oh, some fetuses. <laughs> I imagine the guy taking him or the woman yeah. <laughs> taking them and like t- putting him in the back of the grab and want to be like one for daddy for less for later. Yeah. <laughs> when I get hungry and I need a snack. Look how how is Nancy Pelosi gonna get her adrenochrome now? <laughs> <laughs> this is a dumb joke. <laughs> Good one. Huh? Um, so let's yeah, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I just I just thought it was an interesting story. I thought yeah. it, it's um, it's weird. It's weird how I've always thought this too. Um, it's weird how like intense the anti-abortionist people are. And, well, the, and it's because they, they, they view it as yeah, an yeah. you're against life. They truly, like truly, I think most of them view it as you know spiritual you, warfare. You spiritual about <laughs> as as babies getting murdered. You know, so like. You know, I guess that's like, but I, I've always been so confused about like where the intensity and and the the viciousness of the anti-abortion movement, why there's so much like fire and fuel for that, and, and like yeah, I guess they all it is because they view it as babies getting murdered, and I guess that's something that people will you know take up arms against you know but like they're like militant essentially like this yeah. is like militant in in, in how well, they you, protest you remember this. you remember a while back there's some people like this is their only issue too like mm-hmm. they don't care about politics yeah. at all aside from abortion a sing- single issue like, voter yeah, <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah. most of them are anti-abortion people so you remember like you a know? while back i showed you that one vice piece where a guy would like sat in on like a oh, meeting yeah, that was really interesting, yeah and it yeah. was like about like trying to get youths into being like yeah. ambassadors uh, yeah. on their campus for being against abortion yeah. and it's just like the 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 brainwash it's like straight up they're, they're going to like a, a re-education camp mm-hmm. to like be like now you must pass on the word <laughs> abortion such like a strange 
issue too. It's it's uniquely like I think American too. I agree. Like I, I you don't hear about this happening in like other Western countries. Yeah, they literally just do it and know? they just go like whatever. Yeah. And and um, it, it's just like I said the 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 ferocity behind the anti abortion movement is jarring to say the least listen abortion should be legal up to five weeks after the pregnancy i've always thought that (laughs) (laughs) if you get like what happens if you just get like a real like okay yeah my mom considered post-birth aborting me yeah (laughs) it was was about like 12 years after my birth (laughs) um zach had an accident zach was kidnapped by some hispanic guy i aborted him (laughs) Um, Thirteen years. I mean, into but think the, about it. What if you just get what if you just get a really shitty kid? Like, and he's just you're born, and you're just like, oh, now I'm stuck with him. Come on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Look at him. That's a boredom. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like an alien. Anyway, but all jokes aside, if that was allowed, <laughs> me and you wouldn't be here. Yeah, that's true. Wondered. We would have been aborted long. We were. You were definitely both mistakes for sure. <laughs> um but uh you know it's just it's just i i i don't get they get like they get weird like anti-abortion people get like psycho about it like they get fervor like it becomes like uh, they are religious but the the anti-abortion message becomes like a religion in and of itself for them Mm. because they feel like you know that we're doing god's work I I still wonder, I'm like, why does this exist in the way it is? Like, is this an anti-liberty thing without it? It's, is this like an anti-freedom thing in all ways, except just that being the stated cause? Because let me elaborate on this. The stated cause of the anti-abortionists are, oh, um, we're protecting life. We're protecting the babies. But if you, I've always thought about it. I'm like, well, you know, having control over having a pregnancy is like it's part of your liberty your right to freedom sure to have control of your you body birth like, in the tub like some weirdo to force <laughs> women to have babies i guess is my point yeah. like if a woman gets pregnant she doesn't want to be pregnant she doesn't want a kid like to force her to have that kid isn't that like really like anti-liberty and yeah. anti-freedom so that's yeah. why i'm like i'm like is there some weird whoever is the mastermind behind the anti-abortion or whatever group i don't necessarily think that their main objective is to protect babies i think their main objective is to have some oppressive measure that anti yeah. that getting I, rid I think of abortion right, would yeah. be forcing women to carry pregnancies to term forcing women to have kids that they don't want it's a very you know kind of a old-fashioned view of women that they're that they're there just to be just to make babies and that if they're (laughs) aborting their babies they're 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 you know defying their reason to exist they're defying their very purpose yeah if if they have control over i also i also a baby or i also think the issue to me it's just like purely a matter of control i guess is what i'm trying to say to control women to control how they run their lives yeah it's fucked up you know and you know the thing i hate the most about a lot of these like anti-abortion people is that they just they're so smug they're Mm -hmm. so self-satisfied because they're like we're doing the lord's work and we're they must think they're very righteous we're we're very righteous i am up on my mighty steed and i am trying to free all the babies babies. i'm trying to protect all the babies but you know from these evil women yeah evil women who just love to get pregnant just to kill it they love to get pregnant 
it just to kill it. And I will be pro-abortion and and I'll be anti-abortion and pro-death penalty. (laughs) (laughs) But like like I said, to me, it's just like just simply a matter of control to control half the population of our country. I mean, even by telling them you have to have this kid think think about know? it think about it to something we talked about a while back about the uh the the murder coffin or it was like a a, a murder box where mm-hmm. it was like a, you said it was like an art exhibit oh where, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah the suicide yes yeah, like pod so you know like physician assisted suicide is i don't know like what euthanasia. the law yeah euthanasia it's like you know i'm like I'm sure their opinions on that would be also like, no, no, you can't, you know, you can't do mm-hmm. it. It's like some, some more, like some dumb moralist approach to mm. the issue. It's just like, it's the same thing. They want to, they want life to be this exact, according to the Bible, you know? Mm. And, uh, it's just stupid. It's just dumb. It is stupid. But like, I, you know, as much as I, I do believe that all the anti-abortion people really, yeah, do view it that way. More, most of them do. But I think in in truly in its essence is anti-liberty. Yeah. You know, you need to have the, you, a woman has the right to choose, you know, whether or not to have a pregnancy or not. You don't get pregnant. And then the state shouldn't have this right to hold a a metaphorical gun to your head and be like, no, you're having this baby, you know? So it's, it's a human right to liberty and freedom to have, uh, but also, to have agency okay. over your over your life having a kid changes your life no no so I, to have so, freedom and agency over no, your life I, is is a is a you know american right to liberty and i freedom, agree but so. also it's also like think about like the thing too like if you don't want if you get pregnant and you don't want the kid basically you have people be like no now you have to suffer the costs of having a kid all the financial burdens all of the emotional burdens mm-hmm. all that stuff if you don't want it it's like they're putting you through an ordeal of raising a kid even if you don't want to you know there's even a big um, i just remembered this there's a big movement right now where they keep trying to you know just basically make abortion hard to access i mean we all know about that texas thing yeah but more and more states are doing it kansas uh kentucky oklahoma arizona are, are making it harder and harder the window um they like i think they've a lot of them are limiting it to like 12 weeks you know now, which like Yikes. I don't know if even every woman uh, knows yeah, they're pregnant yeah, at by 12 then. weeks. Yeah. But tons of these states, you know, who, you know, go around touting freedom, touting liberty, Texas, um, Arizona, states like that, that tout freedom all day and how great and free they are and how they hate big government, yeah. then have these weird moments where they let the government tell you exactly what you have to, can and can't yeah. do with your body, yeah. you know, and, and take away, you know... Uh, essentially you know human rights essentially yeah with you know measures like this so this is like i guess it's becoming more and more of a trend right now in the u.s these states trying to shut down how access to abortion yeah and there's a big push for it and it's it's gross yeah it's it's, it's, it's just massively dishonest too because yeah they frame it as like oh we're protecting babies and stuff but really what they're doing is government overreach into your personal yeah, life. And they're enforcing their own beliefs onto you, right? Their yeah. beliefs are like, oh, last starts at conception. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's just... I mean, Texas thinks they're the freest state, and people... In Florida. And, and people in outside of Texas, Texas all dude, like, be like, 
like, oh, Texas is so free. But look, you can you don't even have access to when, to wh- uh, to abortions or to have com- control over your life. Bro, Texas has been the most annoying state, I think. I think Texas is the most annoying state we have as far as like their state politics. Because like they try to be like super like, you know, they're they're right wing. And they just like being super like reactionary and like, you know, caustic and like trying to, you know. Well, you know, like the state's heavily gerrymandered. It's a huge yeah. state with um, actually um, there's always been signs that it could switch to being a blue state and how it votes. Right. But it's heavily gerrymandered. Yeah. So they keep it, redistricting um, yeah. it. And they keep it, it. Keeps it like a reliable, not so reliable red state. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's. It's mess. It's I don't know. It's disgusting, and yeah, it's it's only gonna have the rhetoric around abortion is not gonna stop anytime yeah, soon. And, you yeah. know, this story is just a drop in the, in in the barrel because right now the states, um, like I said, more Republican leaning states are making moves to limit access to abortions. Yeah, and, and take away women's freedoms. That's right. We're feminists. I'm not a feminist, but I'm 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 a libertarian, bro. Oh God! <laughs> I love liberty. Even worse. I just <laughs> I just love liberty so much. Dude. Yeah, okay, I, dude. I get upset when I see liberty and freedom being stomped on by yeah. you know, states like Texas and Arizona, and yeah. Kentucky. Yeah, dude. It just makes me mad. This <laughs> <laughs> thing we wanted to talk about was it happened today as we're recording this. As um, we're recording, it happened. Yeah, it happened today. Today, yeah. yeah, yeah, it happened today. Um, that Elon Musk has basically purchased a 10% share in Twitter, yeah. And you <laughs> Freedom. know, yeah, I keep him blocked on Twitter, I yeah. refuse to unblock him on Twitter. And people, and like, he's like, he's like trying to be like so cutesy now, like, he always does, like, we've made fun of him before, but like. He's doing this thing like, oh, should I re- add an edit button? Oh, uh, should I buy this? Like, okay. You remember like he a He only wa- has 10% stake in it. That doesn't mean he has absolute yeah. tyranny over But he is, he is like one of the largest yeah. sh- uh, shareholders in Twitter now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that it's like, you remember like a while back when he was like selling off some stocks because he was going to have to pay like some large taxes if he didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh and then he was like trying to like guise it on Reddit, being like, "Should I sell some of my stocks?" Then people are making a fuss about you know my stock, you know how much I own stock. Maybe I should sell some of it. Mm. Remember? And he like did it like as a poll to be like, yeah. "Oh, Elon's one of us. He's on. He's on, on Terminator yeah. online, just like us." Yeah. But no, he's just he's just a he's a he's literally just a. a cancerous parasite who literally just well, who literally just buys into already successful companies mm-hmm. takes them over and then everyone goes like oh my god he's such a visionary he's such a genius mm-hmm. oh my god where are these whole wh- where's the hyperloop dude where's these holes that I, I heard so much about literally he just does shit never delivers and then just like has his base like you know Tesla and now the SpaceX mm. shit you know and it's just it's so stupid slurping up government contracts <laughs> yeah and that's the other thing too is that like I want government I want government subsidies to go towards EV you know electric mm. vehicles because I think that's you know ultimately where we're gonna have to go to 
And high speed rail, bro. All right, dude, don't get me started on high speed rail, dude. I want it so bad, but it's never going to happen. Um, <laughs> dude, we've had multiple conversations talking about how much I'm so jealous of Europe and their, tr- their trams. Yeah, and... how about we fly to Japan and we'll go there just to ride the high speed rail? Dude, yeah, so just go. Say... We'll just go. Wow. <laughs> just so you can say you've been on a high speed rail. Yeah. Because you love them so much. So. Um, so what's, what's your, what's your thoughts? Here's what I think is interesting about Elon Musk and partly why I hate him is, um, he's really good at, at at branding himself and and creating his image. He is a top tier marketer. He's, that's like, he cultivates an image. He's, he's like, like we said before, he's ultimately a con man. He's a, he's, I mean, he's, he's like much like our beloved 45th president. He is the product himself. Yeah. You know, he's selling himself. Yeah. You know, he's more selling than himself else. as like a Tony Stark type figure, mm. you know, and people, cause you know, brain dead Americans are just like all oh, Marvel Avengers, you know, <laughs> is that why people, people like reference people reference Elon Musk? Like he's Tony Stark. He and loves he's, that. I mean, he's an egomaniac. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I think he's, you know, he lives to hear people like singing his praises. And I told you about that one tweet I saw one time where he said something and somebody underneath responded, you know, one of his, his, you know, admirers was like, you know, one day they're going to be building statues of you. Right. And that made me cringe so hard. Oh. I'm like, bro, what a fucking tool. What yeah. a tool you are to, to tweet at him. And I'm like, bro. And Elon must like the tweet too. Yeah. Oh. And I'm like, bro, you know, that made his fucking, week. Oh you know, he God. looked at that tweet and masturbated and be like, yes, they will build statues of me one day. I can't wait. I can't wait. That's all I wanted. Dude, he has it. He has it uh, framed on his um, wall. <laughs> so I think all his moves that he does are, are calculated. Uh, yeah, calculated to cultivate this image. He knows how he wants to be viewed. He and built he the wants. government out of government he, contracts. He like knows you said. what he wants the public to view him as, and he, he uh, you know, um, does operates in a way to constantly maintain that image and maintain his fan base. And here's what I find interesting about him purchasing this stock in Twitter. This is his main, this is how he operates. He buys these companies and says, oh, I'm, I'm the, you know, founder, the controller of this. And I, it's my genius that makes it all possible, really. Right. He's just buying up the, the company, essentially, and saying, you know, using it for his image. Twitter is an interesting one because, you know, Twitter is a massive, you know, social media site where a lot of controversy comes from. So I find this interesting that in his purchase of it, I've been seeing a lot of conversation. I don't agree with it. I think that this is just kind of people falling for for his, you know, his grift, essentially. But they're all like, so now that Elon Musk is a major shareholder of Twitter, does that mean Twitter will finally be the free speech platform that we've always wanted yeah. it to be? You know, mm. and people think, the people that love him and, and, you know, have fallen for his grift, think that he's going to come on there and, like, make it this, you know, free speech bastion. Put and he's Donald protect, Trump back on Twitter. He's going to protect free speech and, and uh, you know, and but... I find that interesting that that's people's reaction because I'm like, look at how people view him. Like people think he loves, you know, he's this, you know, free speech advocate. What would, what, and what in the fuck would make him a free speech active um, advocate or activist? What has he ever done to earn him that credit? He posts uh, funny memes, Zach. That makes him a free speech yes. activist. A free speech. I see it here. Des- him described as a free speech absolutist. 
But what has he ever done to earn him that moniker? It's just how he presents himself in the image yeah, and the lore he's, all, he's yeah. used to, to about himself to like give people this idea that you know he's he loves freedom. He's, he's like an this innovator. monolith. He's yeah. like a he's like a deity. <laughs> but apparently, a lot of um. The, Critics of Listen, Elon Musk say definitely. that he silences employees. Oh, he has yeah. a typical, um, and you know he's gone after journalists that have less than favor painted him in a less than favorable light or yeah. exposed some of his fucking fuckery. He's gone after journalists, yeah. tried to silence journalists. I think he's the furthest thing from a speech, yeah. speech absolutely. Yeah, literally. Yeah, him and Ken Klippenstein have gone. Uh, speaking of which, have gone back and forth many times because he's been very. Out, outspoken against uh, Elon, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. He's just, he, he's just also just in the true sense of the word, just very cringe because he posts like, like just really unfunny, just like boomer memes, like that. Well, that's, that's part of his image. That's yeah. how he like cultivates his image online, especially. But it, people it really eat it up. People online, eat yeah, it up like he's, he's relatable. He's quirky. Yeah. He's funny. He sees through all the bullshit. He sees what we see, you know. Or yeah, you know, that's why he posts. He's one like of that. us. He's one of us. No, he's he's just like I said. He's just a he's just a parasite. And definitely do not Google uh, Elon Musk uh, blood this is, <laughs> uh, this is off emerald business. mines. This headlines <laughs> off Business Insider. Despite calling himself a free speech absolutist, okay, so it's something. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a thing he's given himself. He's bestowed upon himself the free speech absolutist. Oh. And, and but people believe him when he says that Elon Musk has a history of retaliation against employees and critics. Um, he's referred to himself. Um, he's criticized Twitter. Here's another thing: is I think he's good at seeing um, which way narratives and conversations are going, and then like. And then, like, finding out how to manipulate that in his favor. So, right now, um, you know, there's this large, you know, debate, um, you know, online about how much, you know, these tech companies and these social media platforms, like, limit speech and, like, censor people, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of... There's this accusation that's been thrown around over the past, you know, even before Donald Trump was banned and stuff that, um, you remember Joe Rogan had on the CEO of, of Twitter to Jack debate, Dorsey, yeah, yeah. To debate with you Tim Pool. Yeah. Um, because you know, the accusation is that Twitter is censors you, that you can't, you can't say anything you want and, and that there's no free speech, whether that's true or not. I, I think it's massively blown out of proportion. I, I hate big tech companies, but for different reasons than the mainstream media, my you know hate tech companies yeah um, also don't forget do you remember this when there was a, a Thai soccer team stuck in a cave uh -huh. and there was a, a a guy who was a part of the wreck was a diver part of the rescue team and Elon Musk uh, was uh, was debating the best way to save the kids he referred to the diver as a pedo guy and then doubled down by calling him a child rapist <laughs> yeah, so, and and and, there, and he was he was sued he was uh, sued. Yeah. Um, so I want I want to stay on this thing about why yeah, he yeah, no, chose sorry. to purchase Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you know, th with these accusations being thrown around about um, Twitter, you know, having its issues with free speech or censoring people. Right. So Elon Musk is like think, the cure. Yeah. So he's latch. He's using this to this narrative. This you know whatever 
um, to he's manipulating that in his favor to make himself look like he loves free speech that much that the the oppressive, you know, censoring Twitter, he's purchased it to return it back to its restore its rightful Ugh. state as a, God, what a as a as a free speech bastion. But really, his history shows that he has silenced bloggers, employees, and critics of him, threatening to sue them or not you know, surprising um, again. Fired employees for disagreeing with him. Really, I don't think that this will make Twitter any less censored or not censored. I think it'll make it more censored because now it'll be harder to guess what criticize Elon Musk on Twitter if he has some power yeah. over over well, the platform. It, it's like so it's, now it's, criticizing him on Twitter will be that much more difficult. Well, it'll be very similar to like um, Jeff Bezos's move to buy Washington Post. Mm-hmm. So you have like kind of uh, you, ha- but I don't know. It's it's a little different because Twitter is kind of viewed as like this public square, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know, like, imagine the idea of, like, a super rich guy buying the public square. <laughs> like, yeah. that that just doesn't sound good. Buying the public forum. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you're right, and it ultimately it will be free speech in the eyes of Elon it'll, Musk. Yeah, it'll be what he likes. Because ultimately, you know? the, the, that's I'm what dis- that's what it, the free speech narrative has been, has been like, kind of just molded into, is like free speech of the things that I, of of my opinions, yeah. but not yeah. free speech of other people's yeah, exactly. opinions. You know, um, I mean, it's a really easy accusation. I mean, look, I've been banned off more uh, social media platforms than anybody yeah. I know in person. Yeah, and, he gets um, automatically ID'd as someone toxic. Yeah, and, you know, and then, um, I'm, I'm banned off Snapchat. I'm banned off Tinder. Too toxic when for Tinder. When I posted Tinder. Um, onto my story what I had found I want that, that to pamphlet. be your title, Too Toxic for Tinder. <laughs> too Toxic for Tinder. But when I when I posted my... Uh, my When I, I posted a picture... Uh, uh, well, I was talking about that pamphlet I found that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. I posted that to my Instagram story and I was about to take it off because I was like... I hope that I don't get like, cause there's like an automatic engine that will like ban you or flag right, like offensive. Right. So I, I just because it, it was it's Nazi propaganda. I was like, I hope I don't get my fucking Instagram banned for posting this. Yeah, for saying um, I hate fuck Nazis. I, I wouldn't have been surprised though because yeah. a lot of it's automatic filtering. Right, right. If they you know, just see like something that looks like nazi shit they're yeah. like okay i think people get this idea that like the twitter employees like they these accusations are thrown around that twitter employees oh billy are all, bob two two four five yeah i'm well, taking them like, down like they imply that like the twitter employees are all woke right you know of course and and that they love they, crt yeah, that they are all woke and that they hate right wingers and they hate right wing opinions and that they're you know that they spend all day at the office not you know maintaining the platform but trolling through to see you know opinions that are are right wing or that they don't like and then deleting those and censoring them that's the accuse that's i think what a lot of people have in mind yeah. you know of how twitter operates but really i think <clears throat> I, I i don't think that uh, that um you know that it's like in, it's not intentionally directed at one ideology like political ideology or another i think like i said a lot of it is is automatic yeah. that's you know supposed to like prevent harassment i guess is the core sure, idea yeah. you know prevent online harassment but 
you know, I, I definitely do think that these, like, you know, accusations of, you know, free speech and censorship is a little bit overblown, but I do think social media platforms are a little too quick to issue bans and, and then not overturn yeah. them, you know? So I'm, I, I, I do see, like, kind of, like, what, why people do think, like, oh, um, there's no free speech on social media like and it is kind of scary you know the fact that you know this tech giant this tech company had the power to essentially like remove one of the former president's biggest like direct to direct to citizen form lines of communication let me tell you like sever that yeah you know so like that i found that concerning at the time when it happened you know so i do think that there is some you know definitely merit to saying like oh should we allow like we use these platforms but should we allow these platform company the owners of these platforms to have like this power to like you know censor and and shut off accounts that yeah. you know and are... and if there's anybody but i think it's blown out of proportion like people yeah. act like they're trying to you know and like, look and I also <laughs> like wanna... george orwell's 1924 yeah. george orwin george mm-hmm. orwin <laughs> um you know even I... this is elon must latched onto that narrative cuz he said on Saturday before his purchase, he criticized Twitter for failing to adhere to free speech principles, which he says fundamentally undermines democracy. Yeah. You know, and so, like, yeah, that's okay. how he likes to present himself. Like, yeah. he's here protecting free speech and stuff. But really, I think... It's self-serving, as many, yeah. um, Has been the, the result of criticizing him, you know, he might have more power now to filter out opinions that he doesn't like you know oh 100 percent um i i you know i think it's 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 a very it's an interesting move it got a lot of people talking well this is what he does he loves being in the news he does things like this move buying twitter was definitely a move to bolster his image yeah to make him look good yeah to earn his brownie points which he loves you know yeah his social credit score to go up oh (laughs) yeah his social credit score oof (laughs) um (laughs) i mean like he bought twitter you know for the clout yeah yeah the majority stakeholder in twitter for the clout yeah and And so that he can use it as a political piece for himself to you know bolster his image of being like a free speech absolutist and a lover of democracy or whatever the fuck he wants to present as right and you know the the thing I wanted to bring up was you know this like issue especially w- with someone you ideal ideologically oppose right like so as you know someone like me and Zach who are more left leaning you know uh you know there's a lot of people who will be like oh well you know Twitter shouldn't or you know different you know social media platforms shouldn't platform like you know dumb like right wing you know, uh, conspiracy theories. Um, but in the end, what gets used against someone who's like obviously, obviously hateful will then be used against, you know, like black lives matter or Mm. like used against Antifa or used against, you know, other, you know, leftist movements as well. So like, it's not, it's, it's, it's like kind of like an all, like an all or nothing thing. Like, you know, you kind of have to have it all like, because if you pick and choose, because that, because you remember like a while back, um, Reddit, got rid of um r slash the donald but then they also Mm -hmm. got rid of chapo trap house subreddit Mm -hmm. at the same time right because they viewed those both as like you know extremes on both ends but like chapo they're just like you know guys who like to goof and talk politics you Mm -hmm. know 
and uh, it's you know it's just always something to like I feel like it needs to be like stated to like keep in mind like look yeah like you could feel like better Donald Trump's not on on Twitter or whatever mm-hmm. but like ultimately you kind of like it, it, it what someone you hate and you'll be like yeah all right good we got him off twitter yeah because that was like that like i think even like kamala harris when she was running for president said i'm gonna get donald trump off twitter mm-hmm. you know and it's like something that seems like oh it's appealing but like ultimately it'll be used against like you know possible labor movements you know like you know it'll be used against anything and everything that doesn't represent you know just a capitalist agenda yeah (laughs) i mean like the other thing that i want to push back against that bothers me about like you know the narrative of twitter censoring is they also like try and make it seem like twitter is ideologically yeah well they they say they say that they say that about they say that about every every tech platform because of they try and say that they're all like leftists or all lefties and i want to make i want to just say tech companies in general do not have a political ideology they only believe in money those (laughs) running the companies do i guarantee you nine out of ten uh, CEOs or you know people on on board of directors whatever of big a companies tech, com- yeah. tech company or other otherwise I guarantee the majority of them vote Republican oh yeah 100 guarantee it yeah I, these companies are out to protect their assets yeah and you the, know so and the when bottom Twitter line, and, yeah. and social media companies do moves to um you know ban hateful voices they do it. Not to protect the public, but to protect themselves yeah. from public outrage if right. they d- didn't do because anything. They wanna, that's their because idea, they want to sell you know? ads. Ultimately, yeah. that's like the, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, they want to sell ads and ad companies might not want to pay for advertising underneath, you know, a tweet from a Nazi, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's funny, like a lot of YouTubers kind of they talk about like the ad apocalypse, right? Mm-hmm. Especially political YouTubers, because a lot of them got um get demonetized for being uh because there was like an incident where like a nestle ad ran on like some like nazis channel <laughs> you know what i mean some, and uh yeah you know and it, it like they demonetized pretty much like most news on yeah, youtube yeah but the these you be it youtube twitter facebook or any other social media platform they removed this hate speech not because they're so like outrage and, and indignant about it but because if they didn't do anything about it yeah they would they would get in greater trouble with the public yeah you know or that's what they think i believe yeah you know so they're doing that to protect themselves from public outrage yeah. and from losing you know usership if if they allowed you know far right you know let's say far right nationalism to run amok on on their platforms they're afraid i think it would push a large portion of their user base off yeah you know so they keep that they keep that censored so that not because they're leftists all at heart a bunch of commies working over at twitter or something like like the news would have you believe but because they're protecting their company yeah they're protecting their company's bottom line yeah that's all that's and and elon musk here on twitter now I think it's fucking I think it's fucking sketchy because Elon Musk is not out there to protect you or the public out there. He's there to further him, himself yeah. and further his power and further his 
image and and and, and he's looking out for himself. He's not a, oh, buying yeah. Twitter to help people. Elon and Musk to fight censorship. He's buying it because it's good for business. Elon Musk, piece of shit. Also, just side note, side tangent before we wrap it up here. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard about his brother Kimball Musk? No, I've never heard of any other Kim- Musk Kimball before. Musk apparently big friends with a uh, big old Jeffrey Epstein. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, there's that picture with Elon Musk and, uh, what was it? Jizz Lane. Yeah. Jizz Lane. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but the, his brother, I, you can look up on your own. Um, there's a lot of ties there. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, anyways, that was a good episode, Zach. Mm-hmm. All right. Robert. Robert. Robert yes. signing off. Yes. Okay. Robert, Robert signed, signed off. off. Perfect. Okay, if you want to reach out to us, again, that is bashbrotherspod at protonmail.com. You can reach us on Twitter at ZMB, the Bash Bros. Yep. And or, yeah, Elon Musk, Elon Musk Twitter, yeah, at ZMB, the Bash Bros. Elon Musk Twitter. The Bash Bros pod, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll leave it off at that, and uh, RIP Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Musk.